Who dat, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Who Dat Dish podcast. I'm your host, Dayton Brown. As always, we are coming to you via fansided and whodatdish.com. This is the second episode of today, April 10th, 2019. We thank you so much for tuning in. Last episode, you guys should check out on our iTunes or Spreaker page. I was joined by Joe Leo, who you can follow on Twitter, at NotTheFakeJLeo. And we did a first half of the first round 2019 NFL Mock Draft Simulator. Uh, Go check out who we picked uh, I post a little sneak peek of the hint on our Twitter page. You can follow us at the WDD Podcast. You can follow myself at the, uh, excuse me, you can follow myself at Dayton underscore Brown underscore and our co-host who isn't here today, uh, Charlie, at St. Charlie. But joining us today, as I promised in the last episode, uh, hasn't been on the podcast in a couple of weeks, but now that draft season is ramping up, he's joining us uh, as always. Uh, you follow him on Twitter at Raymond Tyler M. Diehard Saints fan, the OG host with me of this podcast, Tyler Raymond. What is going on, Tyler? How you been, man? Uh, anything up? new? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm the OG hostess with the mostest. Um, yeah, the last episode I was on for, I think, was when we broke down when I did the solo episode recording the Jerry Cook stuff. So yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, a little bit of new stuff. Uh, first off, uh, the anniversary uh, just passed of uh, Will Smith. You know. The reason why I became a Saints fan, if you guys haven't already heard, um, a long time ago, um, rest in peace to him, man. He was a great Saints player. But, uh, yeah, uh, on a lighter note, a couple cool things happened. My dad and I, I forget you, the last week of the week before, we drove down to New Jersey. We're from New York, so it was like a four-and-a-half, four-hour drive. And I got to meet Drew Brees, got a photo with him, got to meet, uh, meet Mark Ingram, got a photo with him, got to meet Marcus Davenport and Marshawn Lattimore. Um, they were both doing well, got photos with them. My dad got autographs with everybody else. Uh, they were all really cool. It was really funny. Uh, Marcus Davenport, being the young dude, didn't really know where to go for the autographs. We got to talk to him for like an extra three minutes before we showed him where to go. We were laughing at him. Drew Brees was really cool. I got some cool pictures of him throwing footballs to people. Um, uh, I told Ingram how we're going to miss him. I told Lattimore he's a goat. Told Drew he's a goat. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, oh, and Davenport said his foot's getting better. So that's really good, too. Yeah. And I also asked him about if he's going to be doing any sack dances anytime soon because hopefully he breaks out this year. If he, if it wasn't for the injury last year, he probably would have. But um, he said no because he can't dance. So there you go. Uh, exclusive information from yours truly. We get to get to talk to him uh, one-on-one. So that was pretty cool, man. But how have you been? Uh, I, I've been great. Thanks for asking. That's a fantastic event that you went to. I'm extremely jealous that you got to meet all those guys, and I'm glad it went really yeah. well. You also got to meet Tim Tebow recently and got his yep, autograph. Tim Tebow, yeah. You were at a, a baseball game, obviously. He's, he's in the uh, Mets farming system. So that's awesome, yeah, man. That was cool. I'm glad you're having a lot of fun. Um, and I'm glad to have you back on the podcast. Obviously, you, you're, the last episode, actually, before the one that I posted today, was actually a solo one from you. You killed it, yeah. which is awesome. Um, and now we're back to the duo. Hopefully we'll get Charlie on the show tomorrow, and hopefully all three of us will be back on the show sometime soon. But yeah, the draft begins April 25th. It'll go through that weekend, and we'll obviously have episodes closer leading up to that, dealing with the draft, multiple episodes with a lot of content and content after that. So follow us on Twitter at the WDD Podcast. Stay up to date with everything. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker. Download each episode so that you can listen to it on the go. And yeah. Uh, we pin every new podcast link onto our Twitter account. So if you just search us, 
at the WDD Podcast. You can click that link and listen to it, or just subscribe to us on iTunes so you always get the notifications. But without further ado, let's jump into the content of this podcast with the news from Tyler. <laughs> uh, nice sequel, man. Uh, nice uh, throwing it my way. But yeah, perfectly said that what he was saying, though, guys. Just check out our Twitter. You'll find everything there. So yeah, before we get into the mock draft later, we've got a special mock draft we're going to do live on the show. We've got a bit of news we want to talk about. So recently, uh, let's start with the funny part. Uh, Drew Brees, you know him, you love him. The GOAT, as I uh, mentioned to, alluded to earlier, he was just recently in a commercial for Untuck It. If you like to wear dress shirts and you hate how sometimes they can be baggy, well, this commercial is for you. Um, It was pretty funny how at the very end of it, Drew Brees threw a little... uh, alluded to the thing that really bit everybody in the butt, especially Saints fans. Uh, you know, the no call. And uh, Drew Brees at the end of the commercial, he was like, at least someone got it right. Referring to not only the no call, uh, well, with this commercial, the gentleman who chose uh, to wear the untucked uh, dress shirt that fit him better. It was just, it's a great commercial. It's on Instagram right now. It's really funny. Um, Dame, what do you have to say about that? Isn't that pretty cool? Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and I'm glad Drew Brees is finding humor in this. Uh, his statement about it a couple weeks after it happened, I think it was around Super Bowl week when he said, Uh, to the press you know i only worry about the things i can control in my life and you know it was just you know very well spoken on the subject and uh showed his maturity and his leadership but it is hilarious to see him on a uh, ad making you know poking fun at what happened because it was just an absolute travesty to the new orleans saints worst no call in nfl history that's all i gotta say about it but uh props to drew for uh, poking fun at it i thought that was really really funny uh ad yeah Absolutely agree, man. You know, um, the Saints fans will never let it die, uh, never let it die down, you know. Uh, next up on the news, uh, right now, obviously, we know, you know, if you've, if you've been following the Saints with free agency, the offseason, everything, they've signed a bunch of guys, but they're probably not going to be done just yet. Uh, it's funny, uh, we've actually had kind of beef on Twitter, but um, uh, he can be a reliable source at times. Um, Brian on Twitter, I'm not going to give him his specific at. But uh, he had sources say that Ziggy Ansa is getting his medical evaluation update next week. And that was reported by other people, too. That's just the first Twitter account that I saw it from. But um, basically what that means is a defensive end that the Saints, you know, are looking for right now, especially after Alex Okafor leaving. You know, they need a backup, maybe a rotation piece on the other side of Cameron Jordan to go along with Marcus Davenport. Uh, teams right now have been kind of hesitant regarding Ziggy Ansa and just – his progression because, you know, you don't want to sign a player immediately, especially if, he, you know, he's coming back from injury, if he's coming back from surgery. So, yeah, hopefully once everything comes back next week, we'll find out if the New Orleans signs do indeed to sign another player. Yeah, I mean, Ziggy Ansa is a top five uh, in his prime. He's a top five yeah, edge rusher and one healthy, of course. Yeah, uh, former top five pick. Uh, he obviously has the talent. Um, and if his you know medical evaluation comes back better than the Saints were expecting, then I think you'll see some pen to paper, um, perhaps for a two-year deal. But again, uh, he is you know approaching thirty, uh, but he's still in the pretty much prime age range that we see for a lot of football players. Um, you know, he was drafted in twenty thirteen. Um, so it, it's, re- it's really interesting to see all of this unfold because it almost seemed like Ziggy Ansel was a lock when he visited really early this off season. And now he, he's probably most likely going to be the last 
big free agent signing, uh, perhaps of any NFL mm-hmm. team before training camp starts, uh, or, or or before the draft, perhaps if that gets done even sooner. So, uh, but yeah, again, when he's healthy in his prime, he is a top five. He was a top five edge rusher. He has the talent uh, and would be a great rotation there for the Saints, who also have signed, of course, Malcolm Brown, Mario Edwards. Uh, but Sheldon Rankin's going to be out for. You know, twenty all of twenty nineteen, unless some sort of miracle happens. Um, Cameron Jordan needs the support. Marcus Davenport will definitely have more snaps, but need a little bit more rotation there, especially inside beefing it up. So uh, Ziggy Ansah would be able to be uh, a versatile rotation guy there for the Saints. So hopefully uh, it comes back better than the Saints were expecting. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Um, the Saints were actually interested in not only Ziggy Ansah but Robert Quinn too. Yes. Behind- he ended up getting traded to the Dolphins. So this move makes a lot of sense now. With them definitely needing another piece. He got traded but, um, to the Cowboys. On, traded, yeah. Traded uh, to the Cowboys from the Dolphins, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, man. My bad. But, yeah, so who knows? Maybe we'll sign him. Maybe we won't. We'll keep you guys updated here on the pod. So next piece we've got for you guys is actually going to be the Saints 2019 preseason opponents. So, Ooh. of course, we always like to dive down into that information. And it's funny with these three teams. Uh, four teams, my bad. Uh, the Saints are going to be playing. It's basically like a Teddy Bridgewater revenge tour. Week one at home, you have the Minnesota Vikings. Teddy Bridgewater played for the Vikings before he got hurt. Week two, they're at the Chargers. Actually, that one, he doesn't really have any correlation to. Uh, but Drew Brees did, uh, former team, yada, yada. Um, week three, they're at New York Jets. I might see, uh, depending on how far the travel is there, if I could get there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater played uh, for the New York Jets in the preseason. That's where he really showed off, uh, garnered interest from the Saints before they eventually traded him to New Orleans. In week four, they're home for the Dolphins. And it's funny, like Drew Brees with the Saints, another team, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, the Dolphins had interest in. But a few years later, just like Drew Brees, he chose the Saints over Miami. So I find that pretty funny. Mm. But yeah, those are the four teams the Saints will be playing. Hopefully, who knows? Maybe we'll go undefeated. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that 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 would be fantastic. Um, obviously, preseason in terms of the actual outcome of wins and losses towards the Super Bowl means absolutely nothing for the Saints. Agreed. But yeah. it means a whole lot when you're deciding the final roster for the team, the chemistry, uh, uh, the direction that the team wants to go, what schemes are going to be working against. Uh, certain other schemes from other teams um, and it's very interesting to see this preseason schedule uh, obviously the Vikings are a team the Saints see a lot of mainly in the regular season obviously seen them in the playoffs recently Chargers the Saints always Chargers and the Dolphins the Saints always seem to play in the it's preseason weird. same with the Texans Jets uh, are a team that the Saints haven't really played uh, too often uh, they did play them a couple of years ago though a, a game that the Saints did win um which was in the regular season other than that don't get a whole lot of afc action so three afc teams one nfc team and yeah the teddy revenge tour is very very funny um and just kind of ironic honestly um yeah but no i uh even though the preseason in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean anything these will be uh interesting teams to see the roster cuts uh be determined uh via uh, so to speak so um yeah I'm, I'm excited to see um also some of the obviously the jets if they stick with the third overall pick we'll get to see who who they selected the dolphins if they snag a quarterback we'll get to most likely see him in action um yep. and then the chargers are always exciting vikings are always exciting um so yeah it, it it's uh I'm, I'm pretty pleased with the schedule i think it's 
a nice mix of competition and some younger guys because Chargers playoff team, Vikings were on the verge of the playoffs. Jets are, are you know, seem to get better every day. Le'Veon Bell, of course, Sam Darnold. Yep. And then the Dolphins are, you know, so-and-so uh, definitely tanking. But they do have a good pool of young players due to their, uh, you know, draft stock. So their second and third team will be good competition for our second and third team guys. So I like it. I, I, I enjoy the preseason schedule. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Agreed. Uh, it's funny you mentioned players, you know, like Le'Veon Bell, all those great guys. Next news we've got for y'all. Um, so it's uh, kind of uh, not really funny, but um, kind of uh, saddening until we get to this part of the news. Um, so the a- the AF, uh, as uh, Tony Kornheiser says on uh, PTI, or the AAF, you know, the um, the knockoff football league that was uh, created as actually ended up suspending operations not too long ago. But luckily, though, for some of those players right now, I, I'm sure if there are any big names that get signed, or even players that get picked up by the Saints, we'll cover that too uh, at a later date if it happens. But right now, over 30 former AF players have actually been signed to NFL rosters. We're not going to get into all the names, um, but just some of the teams have been really persistent there. I'm a former Saint, actually. Jaron Elliott, I think that's how you pronounce his first name. Uh, he was like an edge rusher, linebacker, uh, dual guy. You know, he could do it all. He really showed up in the AF. Uh, he was leaning in sacks. He got picked up by the Dolphins. He used to play for the Saints, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was a great guy, though. But um, other other teams have been really persistent, you know, signing these guys. You have the Panthers signing a few people, the Cardinals, just listing down the teams here. The Vikings, the Steelers signed a few players. Yeah, just a bunch of teams being interested. And if the Saints make any correlating moves, Regarding the AAF to the NFL, we'll let you know. Yeah, that's that's awesome news, honestly. I, I, I love that guys are getting picked up because a lot of the guys who got injured are having to pay their own medical bills. A lot of the, Most of the guys had to pay for their own flights home. So just yeah. it, it sucks what happened to the AAF, the Alliance of American Football. It was really, I mean, obviously with all these players getting picked up and, and all of the former guys who were actually playing in the league, it was a legitimate uh outlet for nfl development it, it was a legitimate yeah. league that could have built something so uh thanks to greed thanks to you know you know uh, american capitalism going a little bit too far um the aaf is, is no longer a thing hopefully that changes obviously the xfl is coming next year we'll see how that yeah. turns out but if the aaf comes back and 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 goes a little bit i mean it had an overall good idea i don't think viewership was was good enough to match with the high high upkeep i mean the aaf has not paid ucf three hundred fifty thousand dollars for uh overdue fees just for three Dang. home games of, for the orlando apollos that's just so Jeez. you know oh they're probably spending two to three hundred thousand dollars per home game per team uh plus you have to pay the players the i mean that's million yeah it's no it's it's you know it's close to almost yeah yeah exactly almost hundreds of millions of dollars to you know operate uh you know a full couple of seasons and 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 unless you have a lot of revenue coming in they don't have enough revenue after the first week really i mean they almost didn't pay their players so it was just just saddening to see it sounded like they were going to be able to recover but you know again thanks to greed thanks to uh, you know, unbroken promise or broken promises. Um, the AAF is no longer, and it, and it sucks. But I'm glad these players are getting picked up. It shows that yeah. the league is legit, and you know, it's great that they are getting an actual opportunity at the top level. So, shout out to them. It's awesome. Yeah, it was cool that you know players actually made some progress. So I'm happy about that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least for right now, at least we still have the CFL. You know, where we have guys like um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, Delvin Bro and other people. Oh, I forget his name. The dude with the big nose and the 
the freaking uh, I forget his name. Oh, uh, it'll come to me later. But um, next news we have for you guys is actually correlating to the Saints. So every year, uh, each uh, every single thirty-two you know teams of NFL, they all get private visits. You know, right before the draft, players want to work out. You know, bring to their facilities, etc. As of right now, we'll keep you guys updated if more arise before the draft happens. But actually. By our, by our boy Ross Jackson. Uh, oh yeah, you guys can go check him out. Uh, we'll give all we'll give all of his uh, links and stuff later. But um, uh, he actually wrote out a tweet, so I figured I'd share it of the current private visits so far. So the Saints have a worked out Corey Bellantine from Washburn. He's a cornerback. Blake Cashman from Minnesota, linebacker. Uh, Edge by uh, Byron Cowart. Sorry if I bought some of these names. Pronunciation is not my strong suit. From Maryland. Wide receiver Nikhil Harry, he's a guy I really like from Arizona State. Uh, offensive tackle Brandon Hitner from uh, Villanova. Uh, defensive lineman Ed Oliver uh, from Houston, and the list goes on. Other guys like wide receiver Jeff Smith. Defensive lineman uh, Jerry Tillery, who actually I really like. Cornerback uh, Joe Juan Williams from Vanderbilt. And tight end Dax Raymond from Utah State. Some of the guys there. Uh, personally, if you ask me, I think some of the positions to work, you know, you know, maybe to get some depth purposes in, you know, maybe to upgrade their positions that maybe they're lacking in. I think for the receivers to work, you know, they love the big bodied, you know, strong, strong players, big frames, you know, guys like Michael Thomas says, Bryant, you know, even though I would love to see them get a speed guy, but players like that, are what they're working out, we'll keep you guys updated when they, uh, not when they sign, but when they, when they work out more players, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, super interesting to see the Saints only visiting with one tight end so far. Uh, obviously, they've been watching tapes on all these guys. So just because they haven't met with anybody doesn't mean that they're not still targeting them, doesn't mean that they're not big on their draft board. This, These are just mm-hmm. the guys they wanted to, wanted to take closer looks at. I'm guessing in Keel Harry, just in case he slips into the second round, the Saints could trade up for him. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, interesting to see only one tight end. Sounds like the Saints are going to look to spend perhaps uh, one of their fifth, maybe six round picks on um uh, on a tight end instead of you know their second i do like jerry mm-hmm. tillery as well i do love uh ed oliver as well um uh obviously ed oliver is probably going to go top 15 so i i think the saints are just visiting with him i don't know maybe maybe to get a feel uh they could always trade back into the first round if they really really wanted to but maybe not it would be sacrificing a lot of draft capital uh but we'll see what they can maybe pull off um, but yeah, two cornerbacks tells me that the Saints are going to go secondary in this draft, um, and then definitely defensive line, uh, meeting with three guys there in that position, and then a wide receiver too. I think the Saints are going to be looking for some weapons for Drew Brees. So um, I think our hunters have been accurate so far, which is nice as to mm-hmm. who the Saints are going to target. Uh, the list is very interesting, but it definitely really just shows uh, the guys they wanted to get closer looks at, and I'm glad that they're doing their research on these guys because these are later round guys who can eventually, I mean, perhaps be gems, um, and the Saints have done great homework in the past, obviously snagging Alvin Kamara in the third round after trading up, Michael Thomas in the second round, guys like Von Bell also in the second round. That's kind of the sweet spot for the Saints. So if they're able to meet with guys who they believe are sleepers in this draft, get closer looks at them, um, I, I would enjoy that. Uh, rather than visiting with guys they know they're going to draft. Uh, I'm glad they're keeping yeah. their options open and, and doing their due diligence. So I'm, I'm excited for the draft, man. It's going to be awesome. Me too. You know, and, well, that's all the news we have for right now. That's mm. before we 
kick things off in a little bit uh, for our exciting mock draft that um, we're going to get into in a second. But just wanted to say thank you guys for, first of all, tuning to this podcast. You know, whenever we post episodes, we always appreciate the support. And thank you guys for tuning into the news. Obviously, you know, uh, being a source of media, a source of information, we like to provide you guys with everything the Saints, anything uh, important, you know, anything correlating to the NFL, we like to provide you guys with. So we appreciate you guys, you know, listening to us. It means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate it. If you guys really, really enjoy uh, our podcast, be sure to uh, rate us five stars on uh, iTunes. It really, really goes a long way. And also subscribe to us as well to stay up to date. But without further ado, Tyler and I are going to jump in for you guys and do a draft simulator at thedraftnetwork.com. You can go to their mock draft machine fantastic stuff been using this this is what i used with joe earlier in today's episode um we're gonna stick with the tdn predictive board tyler and i also have our own big boards but we also have to go off of who was already drafted in the draft so we might end up doing two drafts because really can go any way and each time there's different prospects available for us um but essentially what's going to happen is we're going to take control of the saints go through all seven rounds um and based off of which prospects are left and which needs we think the saints should address at which points uh, we will be picking which prospect we believe the Saints should draft in that position. Um, it won't, we won't be really taking turns. We'll both tackle each each one, mm. uh, give our reasons for who we think should uh, be drafted there, uh, who we like there the most, and give you guys some analysis. So without further ado, we're going to jump into this. We're going to start this draft. Ooh, of course, the Saints... This is exciting, man. This is very exciting, I know. So we're going through the first round right now. Of course, the Saints, because of their trade last year with the Green Bay Packers to move up from spot 28 to 14 to snag Marcus Davenport, the Saints do not have a first-round pick this season, but they do still have their second-round selection uh, at number 62, which is coming up right now. Um, I'm also going to go over, uh, before we obviously mm. uh, pick for the Saints, I'm going to go over um, a majority of the picks that have already happened um, and any other interesting ones that I think. So here we go. The Saints are now on the clock, and by on the clock, I just mean it's our turn. We don't really have a clock. So here's, wow, this is already really interesting. <laughs> so Kyler Murray goes oh, number boy. one overall. Number two overall to the 49ers is DK Metcalf, wide receiver out of wow. Ole Miss. Very interesting. Nick Bosa goes third overall to the Jets. Josh Allen, who I like a lot, goes to the Raiders. Devin White to the Buccaneers. Uh, and Devin White is um, uh, who? LSU the, guy. The, yeah, LSU guy, of course, for all you LSU listeners out there. He also got drafted to the Jaguars in Joe and mine's last uh, mock. Mm. Uh, Jawan Taylor goes sixth to the Giants. Rashawn Gary, edge out of Michigan, goes seventh and this one to the Jaguars. Then you have Montez Sweat to the Lions. Quinnen Williams, absolute seal there for the Bills at 9. At Oliver, right. 10 to the Broncos. TJ Hawkinson to the Bengals. That's a nice pick. Noel Font to the Packers at 12. Dwayne Haskins going 13th to the Dolphins. I think that's a steal as well. Brian yeah, Burns right. to the Falcons. Cody Ford, Andre Dillard, or excuse me, Andre Dillard. Uh, Drew Locke goes 17th to the Giants. So, I mean, uh, you called that, Tyler. Uh, and, wow. and, and Joe, uh, Joe called that in the last episode too. Christian Wilkins inside uh, defensive lineman, of course, going 18th to the Vikings. Then you have Garrett Bradbury to the uh, Titans. Devin Bush Jr. goes to the Steelers. Greedy Williams, LSU guy, cornerback, going to the Seahawks at 21st overall. And Keel Harry going to the Ravens, who that's who I mocked. Jonah Williams, offensive tackle. I think that's a steal for the Texans at 23. He's All the sec- guys I love are, are getting snapped, man. I know, I know. <laughs> Really, really good guys. Josh Jacobs going to the uh, Raiders at 24th overall Ooh, out of Alabama. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, a safety I really like out of Florida, goes to the Eagles. Hakeem Butler, a- another good wide receiver, going to the Colts. DeAndre Baker, 
I think he's a sleeper first-round guy. He's going to the Raiders at 27. A.J. Brown, wide receiver out of Mississippi, who should be on the Saints' radar. He went 28th to the Chargers. Then you have Mac Wilson to the Chiefs. Dalton Risner to the Packers. Clellan Farrell out of Clemson. He's going to the Rams at 31. And to round out, round number one, 32nd is Jerry Tillery, defensive mm-hmm. lineman out of Notre uh. Dame, going to the Pats. All right, so... Byron Murphy goes 36. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, goes 37th to the Giants. So the Browns have Drew Locke, Marquise Brown, and uh, Jawan Taylor in this draft. That's, that's pretty. That's that's a good draft for the. Um, Kelvin Harmon goes 43rd to the Lions. Let's see. Nasir Adderley goes to the Redskins. Uh, Taylor Rapp, who I think might sneak into the first round, is went 49th to the Browns. Um, Darnell Savage went 54th. Irv Smith Jr. goes 56th. No. To the oh. New England Patriots. He was so close. Oh. Um, Lonnie Johnson Jr. was picked right before us to the Chiefs. Really good cornerback out of Kentucky. So here are some of the prospects left that the Saints could go okay. with. Uh, they have Paris Campbell out of Ohio State wide receiver. Oh. Debo Samuel, who's been mocked oh, to us at 62, wide receiver out of South Carolina. You also have Julian Love, I think one of the most underrated cornerbacks out of Notre Dame here. Emmanuel Hall, another great wide receiver out of Missouri. You have Sean Bunting, another cornerback. Andy Isabella, wide receiver out of UMass. A lot of people like him. I know Ross Jackson likes him a lot. Charles Omenua, uh, defensive tackle out of Texas. I think that he's also a really good prospect. You also have Deontay Thompson, safety. You have Trayvon Mullen, cornerback. Uh, you have Jay Sternberger if you want to go tight end. Looks like he is the best tight end. Ooh, I like him a lot, too. Um, so... Based off of the what 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 position are you thinking here, Tyler? Are you are you okay. thinking are you thinking best player available? Are you thinking Saints should go? I mean, because obviously there's a lot of depth at wide receiver. JJ Arcega Whiteside still there. Dax mm-hmm. Raymond and Dawson Knox two two good tight ends. Oh, so are we going to go weapons for Drew Brees or should we go? There's a couple good cornerbacks there. Saints have been meeting with some. Cor- I mean, and here the, here are the main team needs for the Saints again: tight end, wide receiver, uh, tight end. Both of those really for depth reasons. Cornerback as well for depth edge and uh, interior offensive line uh, linebacker uh interior d-line due to the injury to rankins safety running back and and quarterback possibly for the future mm-hmm. um and oh. it looks like i think daniel jones has been picked Dang. yes okay. daniel jones Here, let me ask you a few questions first and then yeah. i'll and then I'll, I'll i'll just tell you who i like and why and then if i had to pick what i do okay so who, who are the top couple guys right now for defensive end for defensive end, is Jalen Ferguson there? Christian Miller there? Uh, Jakai Polite there? By chance, any of those guys? Let's see. Yeah, Jalen Ferguson's here. Christian Miller's here. Polite's there. Zach Allen. Okay, that's there. not bad. DeAndre okay. Walker, O'Shane Zaminis. I like Jose Zaminis, but I feel like we could get him later on. He's out of Old Dominion. Okay. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, okay, by chance for like, out of everything for offensive line, doesn't matter if it's interior or. Uh, on the outside, by chance, is Elton, Elton Jenkins there? Eric McCoy there? Uh, I think you mentioned Andre Diller is already gone. Michael, I think, how you pronounce his name? Dieter? Dieter? D-E-I-T-E-R? Uh, so th- you're looking at offensive. So yeah, offensive line, yeah. It does not look like Michael Dieter still there. Oh, Dieter, uh, okay. Dennis Daly's there. Offensive tackle, though, is, is is thinning. Is very A lot of offensive tackles have gone. Yeah, Michael Dieter oh, yeah. went 60th to the Chargers. David Dang. Edwards, who I like a lot, went 57th to the Eagles. Um, How about Elton, interior? Elchton Jenkins went to the uh, Texans at 55. Ah, um, I love Caleb, him. Caleb McGarry went, to the, went okay. to the Vikings. Eric McCoy went to the Panthers. 
Chris okay. Lindstrom went to the Packers at 44. Mm. Yanni Kahuste went to the uh, Bengals. Uh, Greg Little. Okay. Greg Little went 40th to the Bills. That's actually mm. a little bit surprising to me. I, f- I feel like he'd fall. So interior O-line and that's pretty interior line i mean drew samia ben powers connor mcgovern are still there for interior line i'm thinking Mm -hmm. i mean wide receiver wouldn't be bad here yeah that's what i'm thinking so one more question for you yeah um okay on on the list right now you know how it it says like uh like basically like best ranked player based on like who's left Mm -hmm. who is that uh for like the best if we if we drafted best player available, who is that on that list? According for the draft? to oh, so according to this, it's uh, either Debo Samuel or mm-hmm. it is uh, Paris Campbell. Okay, so okay, so I'll read you what I've got. So what I've been doing basically, I, I love the second round. Uh, basically, in my opinion, uh, obviously I'm not always right, but if the Saints can get somebody in the second round that makes immediate impact, I love that. Like I, I love Davenport. I love when we could get guys that make immediate impacts to really help this team. So I really love Debo Samuel. I've read about him, but I've been watching about him. In my opinion, he's really aggressive. He's got great hands. He's competitive. He has good routes. And a lot of people have him high-ranked. He's one of those top receivers mm-hmm. that they believe he has a chance to become an NFL starter, You know, a chance to make an impact. So I really like him. You said Jay Sternberger is still available. He's mm-hmm. very athletic. He has great hands. He's a good route runner. He also has really good hand-eye coordination. Those would probably be my two guys right now. See, like, I feel like if they went edge, it's not really best player available because some of the guys are, like, lower down than the sure. other positions. Right. And, you know, uh, honestly, in my opinion, if more of the receivers were taken, I would have loved uh, to go on offensive line. But that's really – that's kind of depleted. You know, and I feel like they could maybe get a developmental player later on who they can just – you know, uh, they can encourage and, you know, and help succeed later on. But honestly – my pick would either be if you want to go long term, Jay Sternberger, you know, because once um Jerry Cook goes, I think he's only on like what two year deal, I think, with voidable year. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have you know the young tight end of the future, you know, he's obviously better than Josh Hill, or you could have Debo Samuel, you know, a tall, lengthy, aggressive receiver who, who could be just like Michael Thomas. So honestly, like. I love both picks. I'd probably go Debo Samuel, though. How about you? Yeah, I like Debo Samuel there. Also, Julian Love is kind of a steal there at 62. I know that's not the biggest need for the Saints cornerback, but, I mean, I DP, yeah. uh, EPA right here might be that's Julian Love. That's not bad Love. either. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah. I don't, Just because I, they'll give them depth. And, I do like Sternberger, too. Because they re-signed on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they did re-sign P.J. Williams, so they might not go that yeah. route. Um, yeah, I'm feeling, but also, okay, so that's the thing, though. If the Saints go wide receiver here, that's the second time in a row their top, not one of their top 90 picks is going to wide receiver. Traquan Smith didn't work out too well, but I do like Debo Samuel's game. Um, I'd, I'd go Debo. I'd go Debo right here. Okay. If, if, With if the 60-second pick. Yeah, if, if you're down, it's either him, With, Sternberger, yeah, or yeah, no, Love. I, okay. You want to go I'm Samuel? absolutely down. Cool. Okay. He's explosive. He, he's good. He's, he's one of my favorite receivers. I like him a lot. Yeah. Let me see if I can get Drew will love him, too, that's for sure. Here we go. Oh, uh, no, it probably won't play, actually. Dang it. Okay, anyway, the pick is in. Do-do-do-do. 60-second pick <laughs> in the 2019 NFL Come Draft. Roll, the New Orleans Saints <laughs> right. select Debo Samuel, wide receiver, South Carolina that's University. A good, that's a University good pick. University of South Carolina. That yeah. is a pretty good pick. All right, nice job, nice job. Okay, so let's see. Jay Sternberger went 69 to the... Uh, uh, Jaguars. Monty Hooker went. Uh, let's see. JJ Arcega Whiteside went to the Titans. 
Dax, Dax Raymond, who the Saints met with, went 88th to the Lions. Riley Ridley went to the Redskins. Let's see. Dennis Daly is gone now. So, yeah, Debo Samuel, I think, is going to fit well into the Saints system. Um, obviously, yeah. he... Basically, I mean, he's no, basically like a young Des Bryant. He's really tall, mm-hmm. aggressive, good hands. And, uh, obviously, his, his, his birth name is not Debo. Debo is the nickname he got from the movie Friday, but when he was a kid, he was uh, you know a, a pretty aggressive bully, apparently. But, yeah, he's 5'11", mm-hmm. 214 yeah, really pounds. Aggressive, competitive. Yeah, ran, we need ran, that. He ran a 4.4840 yard dash. He had a 39 inch vertical, so his combine measurements were were very mm-hmm. good. Uh, but yeah, his, his his first name is actually Tyson, um, which which I think is a great name. Uh, but yeah, no, very competitive guy. He's going to be high energy, which will fit right in. Perhaps replace uh, what Mark Ingram is leaving behind a little bit uh, from leaving uh, a little bit of locker room intensity and just overall intensity. So um, Saints have still not come up with their next pick whole bunch of guys are just being absolutely uh sniped essentially from the saints but um uh, wow yeah. a lot of a lot of a lot of wide receivers are uh, left here that's that's a majority of the best guys okay which and the and the saints already got wide receiver okay here we go so yeah a majority of the best players left are wide receivers uh terry godwin out of georgia preston really? williams <laughs> preston williams out of colorado state yep. um who's really good uh, david David Sills out of West Virginia. David Anthony, Sills? David Sills, yeah, the fifth out of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Anthony Johnson out of Buffalo. Gary Jennings Jr. Um, and then run, a couple running backs, Miles Gaskin, Karan Higdon, who each of those guys I'm not too big on. Hunter Renfro, Cody Tomville. We already got a receiver. So so we're, we're probably going to need to go. I don't, I don't really want to double dip. Let's check out the tight ends who are left. Um, yeah. yeah Is whole, Foster Moreau available? He has been taken. Let's see who took him. Keyshawn and, Johnson uh, went three picks right ahead of us. I I would I would have loved. Drew Sample went 161 to the Texans. Foster Moreau went 157 and, to the Titans, and we are pick 168. So he 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 only went 11 picks ahead. Um, Demarcus Lodge went to the Bengals. Uh, wow, Caden Smith, good tight end, 140th to the. Yeah, Raiders. he's on my list too. Yeah, he's good. Um, okay, so out of tight ends left, there's Tommy Sweeney, Zach Gentry, Andrew Beck, Donald Parham, CJ Conrad. I mean, there's there's not a lot of. Oh man, we might have to go. Yeah. Uh, we might have to go tight end here. Um, interior D line. Let's see. Chris Slayton's still there, but interior. other than that, Demarcus Christmas, Michael Dogby. Oh, I have him on my list. He's not bad. Um, let's see. Interior O line. How about linebackers? Uh, Jermaine Pratt's still there out of NC State. Ameke Igbuli mm. out of Houston. I think I said that right. I really hope I did. Gary Johnson out of Texas. He might still be there down the line, though. Edge guy. Sutton Smith. And there, there is Jalen Jelks out of Oregon. He's pretty good. Um, Sutton Smith yeah, out of Northern I have him on Illinois. Um, our best. Yeah, and then, yeah, Tommy mm. Sweeney. But he might be a stretch. And the Saints also have a pick at 170. The Saints have a pick at 177 as well. So we could... Let's see, cornerback Derek Thomas. How about like there. safety and corners? So Hamp Cheevers is there. Derek Thomas is there. Savion Smith out of Alabama's there. Xavier Crawford out of Oregon State's there for safety. You have Marvell Tell out of USC. Sheldrick Redwine out of Miami. Evan Worthington out of Colorado. Uh, mm-hmm. Malik Gant out of Marshall, but I feel like he'll be there later on. Cornerback. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could go Hamp Cheevers here. He, he he's not a bad prospect right here, but I feel like that would be a reach. Tight end, we might have to go somebody like Tommy Sweeney, but I I feel like that's uh, 
feel like that's... I feel like, you know I mean, like, at the same time, like, you get a good prospect, you know what I mean, like, at tight end. You know I mean? They have somebody that potentially, you know, that improves, uh, you know, because in the fifth fifth uh, fifth round, it's not always guaranteed, you know. But at the same time, it's not a bad pick either because they're filling a need, you know. It's a good backup, you know. We know how the Saints like to run multiple tight end packages. We've seen it before. We've seen Benjamin Watson, Josh Hill, uh, Dan Arnold before, you know, and that wouldn't be bad. Uh, I I like Marcus Christmas too, just in case, you know, like you said, that if Sheldon Rankins doesn't come back to really late in the year, and then if we're thinking worst case scenario, if Anyamata really does get the band hammer and get suspended for a little bit, you know, we haven't really signed uh, uh, Tyler Davison yet, you know, and I mean right. we did get Malcolm Brown, but yeah, uh, who who are the like what's his say right now? Best player available is. Is it a receiver or somebody yeah, it's, else? it's receiver, so uh, it's, I believe... Yeah, Terry Godwin, Preston Williams, Travis Fulgham. So, um, yeah, Terry Preston Eli. Williams isn't bad. But no, he's not, but I, we already but picked the thing a wide is, receiver. That just creates so much depth at that yeah. position, you know? We already picked a wide receiver. Um, yeah, I'd say go tight end. Whoever's available. This is tough. This is really tough. I really, I do like uh, Seth it, Smith. It's Lines still really depleted too, or yeah, offensive line is totally depleted. Offensive line has been depleted. Um, there's Same. so I th- I think it's that I I really I I do like Sutton Smith out of Northern Illinois too. I think that he's 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 an yeah, edge rusher. Um, definitely fills a need. Um, let me, let me pull up my. I do like Jalen Jokes too, and he's he's an Oregon guy, and I do like. You like my Oregon guys, yeah because but... i have for defensive ends i had anthony nelson isaiah bugs white ray jalen jokes austin bryant cc jefferson defensive lineman i had demarcus christmas gerald willis tristan hill mm. i was gonna say for all my tight ends there's not really anyone i think they're all later guys but right i yeah moreau foster moreau's gone at josh oliver kane smith kahil warren Isaac Nauda, uh, Trevin Wesco, Caleb all Wilson. Yeah, all gone. Yeah, and sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling. And wide receivers, I had Preston Williams. He's still there, but. So I mean, I feel like we, we can mm-hmm. let's snag a tight end at 177. I feel like we can okay. get a, a, an edge right here. You want to go Jalen Jokes or Sutton Smith? Hmm. No, uh, what have you heard better from? I mean, well, honestly, like, honestly, if, like if the key fundamentals are there and. You know, if there are little things they need to work on, I'm sure they can be coached up where it wouldn't really be an issue. I would go go for whoever's bigger, and I think we could could be more of a bigger threat. Well, you know? yeah, S- down S- the line, I think that's true. Sent Smith is is tiny, tiny. So uh, yeah, I'm feeling Jalen Jokes. Uh, who else is here though? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's Austin Bryant. I'm fine with that. And... Anybody? Malik Reed, who I like, but he might be okay. Yeah, let's go Jalen Jokes. I like him a lot. Going at 168. And then, uh, yeah, Saints have a pick coming up at 177. Uh, a tight end did get selected, but it was Andrew Beck. So I feel like, uh, yeah, Tommy Sweeney's still there. Zach, Gentry, Zach Gentry's there. Donald Parham's there. So, oh, Caleb Wilson's mm. actually still here. Caleb Wilson is here. He's actually way oh, down. Oh, really? He's way down this list. Yeah, we- Caleb Wilson is still here. I feel like, I, I like Caleb He's Wilson. He's not bad. You want, you want to go Wilson? Yeah, I'm down. I feel I'm like down, Wilson. Absolutely. I like Wilson a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's either Wilson or Sweeney, but I like Wilson yeah. a lot more. 
Okay, I'm down. Yeah, you, had, you get a player that can be coached up, you know, he, can make he, an impact in the offense. He almost had 1,000 receiving yards uh, for UCLA. Uh, so, wow. I like that in, in one season. So, yeah, let's go Caleb Williams here with the 177th overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. The New Orleans Saints select Caleb Wilson, tight end out of UCLA. Nice. He has been drafted. So, uh, I think the Saints' next selection is like 201. Somewhere yeah, it's there. it's for a while. It's definitely yeah, a sixth round. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we are in the sixth round, pick 202. Let's see. So, Evan Worthington just went. Derek Thomas went. Carl Granderson went. Demarcus Christmas went. Karen Higdon well, went. Uh, Jerome Washington. CJ Conrad. Uh, Kevin Wilkins. Donald Parham went to the Browns. Sheldrick Redwine went to Miami. Uh, let's see. Preston Williams went to the Broncos at 182. Tommy Sweeney went to the Giants at 180. Marvin Tell went wow. right after Caleb Wilson. Okay. So right now, uh, according to this, the best player left is still Travis. <laughs> it's still just wide receivers. It's still just a bunch of wide receivers and running backs. <laughs> Could go running back, but I feel like, yeah, I do like Rayquell Armstead out of Temple. He's a running back still available. Mike Weaver out of Ohio State. Elijah Holyfield out yep. of Georgia. Bryce Love is still here. Bryce Love could yep. be a – I mean, we don't – That's not bad. There's still Chase Hansen. Yeah, you know, yeah, if they had somebody, you know, they could put in that, you know, like, special role. You know, you not really know what you're going to expect out of them, but they still manage to produce a lot. Right. Not really like a Taysom Hill, but, I mean, like, if they manage to maybe get, like, a few snaps a game, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but you want to go I – mean, I'm fine with a running back. I know some too. people don't like it, but – I mean – because, I mean, at the same time, though, it's like um, uh, Latavius Murray is close to 30, so. Yeah. You want to go Bryce Love? There's Bryce. There's So the top guy is Bryce Love, Mike Weber, Elijah Holyfield, Rykel Armstead. Who do you like the? Yeah, I have two of those guys on my list. And well, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm fine with Love or Weber. You want to go Bryce Love? Yeah, I'm down. Okay, let's go Bryce Love. Yeah, I, sure. too. Yeah, I feel like Bryce sure. Love's kind of a steal right here, so. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right, with two hundred second pick in the twenty nineteen NFL. We just skill player that Champagne can. You can't interrupt the commissioner That's when awesome. he's making the pick. You can't interrupt the commissioner. Wait until the commissioner's done making the pick with the two hundred second overall pick in the twenty nineteen NFL mock <laughs> draft. The Saints select Bryce Love, running back out of Stanford. He is drafted. Okay, uh, Isaiah Prince, an offensive tackle, I like went right after to the Rams. Uh, Derwin Gray, another offensive tackle, is gone. Hamp Cheevers went to the Bengals. Dang, I was hoping he would fall to us. David Sills finally went to the Raiders. Anthony Johnson went. Mike Weaver went to the Texans. Hunter Renfro Dang. went to the Packers at two twenty six. All right, and we are up right before us. Two running backs got taken. Raquel Armstead, the guy I like out of Temple, and then uh, Devin Ozigbo. I haven't done a lot of research mm-hmm. on him, so I don't really know how to pronounce his name. But uh, you're good. The best prospects left. So let's okay. Saints still need a cornerback, but not a whole lot of Savian Smith still there. They could still go uh, offensive or defensive line. I'd be yes, fine with. Could. Let's see. Garrett Brumfield is still here. He's out of LSU. Uh, Paul. Okay, Adams. here. Let me list some guys, and let me. T- uh, you tell me if any of them are still right, on. You okay. Tell me if, you tell me if they're guards or tackles, because I there are two different categories oh, here. So. Um, I, I just I just generally wrote offensive line. Well, um, well, tell me if any of these guys sound familiar while you're scrolling. Bobby Evans, Hijati Froho, Alex Bars, Oli Udo, Isaiah Prince, Ryan Pope, Lamont Gilliard. Mm, I think Pope. actually they might be more. I think. 
Ryan Pope yeah. is still here. Because I think they're more like in the middle of sixth and seventh round picks, but yeah, Ryan Pope is still here. I do like him out of San Diego State. Um, he's a it's tackle. I'd rather go interior. I do like Garrett Brumfield. He is yeah, out of so... Chris Brown out of Char- out of Charlotte. He's all right. Javon Patterson. He's out of Ole Miss. Um, How about linebackers? Anything for linebackers? Uh, Deshaun Davis out of Auburn. T.J. Edwards is still here out of Wisconsin. Drake Green. Yep, I have him on my list. Um, Tyrell Dodson out of A and M. Dakota Allen. Do we have any like Bember, Curvin, Jamal Davis, David Long, Kendall Joseph, Cole Holcomb, Holcomb maybe, Tavon Coney? No, it looks like all those guys have been taken. Dang. T.J. Edwards isn't bad. He's not bad. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, like, somebody for depth-wise. Yeah, let's go T.J. You know, just in case something happens, you know. I'm not going to go T.J. Edwards. You want to go T.J. Edwards? <laughs> you want to go T.J. Edwards? Does that sound good? It's up to you, honestly. It's either Yeah, Edwards. that's fine. Okay, it's either Edwards or Brumfield to me. Um, Edwards is fine, in okay. my opinion. Let's do Edwards. Sweet. 231st pick. In the 2019 mock draft, the Saints select T.J. Edwards, linebacker out of Wisconsin. All right. And, yeah, good depth for the Saints. Um, Savion Smith just went to the Broncos. Saints could get a quarterback here um, or interior O-line. Yeah. Jamal Peters is here. Iman Marshall is still here. Let me see. That's not bad. Let me see if any of these top-ranked cornerbacks are on my list. Just Lane, Julian Love, Rocky Sin, they're all gone, gone, gone. Um, yeah, is might... Ryan Pope still available or no? Let's see. Hmm? I said let's see. Yeah, he's still available. Okay. Ryan Pope we could go him, wouldn't but... be bad. Um, I'd like... Yeah, we could do we could do Ryan Pope. Ryan Pope wouldn't be bad. I also do like... Uh... Just in case, can you imagine something happens to Armstead again? Yeah, you know? that's true. Okay, yeah, we can go Pope, and then... Last thing we need is to screw up. I think that's the yeah. Saints' final pick, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, 244. We might have one more, but I doubt it. So, uh, yeah, I think with our last pick, we'll go Ryan Pope. Uh, offensive tackle out of San Diego State at 244. Um, if we do have another pick... Yeah, we do not have another pick. So, um, I I think that, uh, that was okay. a fantastic draft. I would have liked to have gone cornerback yeah. um, at some point, but um, I think we definitely addressed almost all of the needs so yeah that's not bad you know yeah i, I would have liked a cornerback or a safety but um that's not bad uh you have to let me know if uh if you watch the end of the draft uh you have to, you have to let me know if eric dungy and this mock got drafted or not uh he did not <laughs> i figures he and people aren't really expecting him to be drafted right, I, right. I wish though you know being a syracuse guy I'd love to see him get drafted, but that would be nice. That man. probably that won't happen. Nice. Okay, so it's funny. My dad's actually meeting him next week. They're doing a an autograph show up that's, here. That's pretty awesome. So um, I have loaded up the full draft, and here are our here here's the final mock that Tyler and I came up with. Um, New Orleans Saints draft of the 2019 Hall here, 62nd overall. You have Debo Samuel, wide receiver out of South Carolina. At 168th overall, you have mm-hmm. Jalen Jelks, edge, out of Oregon. At 177, you have Caleb Wilson, tight end, out of UCLA. 
Uh, at 202, you have Bryce Love running back out of Stanford, former Heisman Trophy uh, uh, nominee. Uh, at 231, you have TJ Edwards, linebacker out of Wisconsin. And at 244, to round it out, you have Ryan Pope, offensive tackle out of San Diego State. That's not bad at all. It's actually a really, really yeah. awesome draft. I like that a whole lot. Um, yeah, that's actually really good. A lot uh, of offensive guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of backup good plans. Good depth. That's not bad. Yeah, good defensive depth. That edge and and linebacker. So the front seven. Uh, you also get some stuff going on in the trenches. Um, and then and, and Bryce Love, I think would, would would look great in the black and gold. I think that he would be a great prospect mm-hmm. for us. So um, this was awesome. Uh, thank you for doing this with me, Tyler. I think that we should definitely Dude, do of course. another awesome. one here pretty soon. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's unfortunately all the time that we have today, but we thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, anything else you want to say, Tyler, before we sign off? This is a lot of fun. We'll do one pretty mm-hmm. soon. But I, I, I like the I like the guys we got. Yeah, not bad. You know, I just think that hopefully when the time comes, uh, our team will make the right pick. And we'll hopefully we'll be having some super superstars showing out in black and cold. And hopefully this time, uh, if refs don't screw us up or a miracle doesn't screw us up, the meaningless miracle, by the way, we'll be going to a Super Bowl. So let's yep. hope. Let's hope, man. Let's hope. And who knows? The Saints could also trade up or trade down. These these mock drafts don't give you that option. That'd be nuts. Uh, but that would be nuts. Maybe drain, uh, gain some more draft capital or maybe give some away to get a player that the Saints really like. Who knows what Mickey Loomis has up his sleeve. But we thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the WDD Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Sorry, Tyler. I I, I, I can't throw it to you for the, for the outro just yet. Running out of time. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon. And as always... Who that? Who that?